Hey, welcome to the HVAC Apprentice Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Lamont, and this is episode seven of the podcast. I still got the homie Anthony Cole with me, man. What's going on, brother? Yes, yes. Back once again. Yeah, so we went over a lot, man, and um, hopefully you guys learned something. Anytime I'm with this dude, man, I'm telling you, this dude dropped so many gems, and the knowledge is, is just ridiculous, man. So, um, yeah, so we started out as residential techs. I'm still a residential tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I still do a little bit of residential work yeah. on the side. Everybody does a little something. <laughs> yeah. And you can do it now without a problem. Oh, no, no issues. Yeah, no yeah. Because um, I know some companies, they don't like you doing you know, side work as if you're working for a residential company. Right, because you, you're considered a competition. Competition at that point. But well, trust me, there's plenty <laughs> to eat. There's plenty to eat for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I never really understood all that, man. Um, but you moved from residential, and now you're working government. Yeah, now, now I do. Uh, I work for the government, and uh, in the government, you know, you, you don't just deal with. Uh, we deal with small buildings. Some people yeah. do live on the base. Um, you know. For where I work So I deal with uh, Some split systems But I also deal on You know Systems that are Like I was saying before You know The size of a bus You know what I'm saying yeah. Like an like 18 wheeler type, type stuff With like 24 fans And you know uh, 8 compressors yeah. On a condenser And uh, and things like that So um, That's that's pretty different man Because you're dealing with Now like uh, I'm pretty sure You got like Computer rooms You got a cool Yeah Right. You know what I mean, right, and, right. and like that, that stuff. You deal with all very different. sensitive information that if it gets overheated, you can corrupt the system. You know what I mean? You can corrupt some. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got some important stuff. Yeah, um, really important stuff. You know, especially where I work, and you know, sometimes you got to get escorted by somebody with like an M sixteen. You know, For real? I mean? really important stuff that yeah. cannot go down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got to make sure they got redundancies and extra systems and, and all that type of thing. So. It's important, but you know, you can't get intimidated. You know, you just got to do your job. Yeah, yeah. You just got to do that's, your job. That's important, though, man. Because like, as a residential tech, you get to a customer's house, bro. The first thing most people say is, "I'm so glad you're here." You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. <laughs> like, and then at the end of the call, you feel like a you feel like Superman because I mean, you swooped in, saved the day, that's and then right. you was you left. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's. Love that feeling. Love that feeling. Does that still happen though now? Like, cause I know yeah. you're more kind of working on your own, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh so. well, no, I work in teams too now. Okay, but you don't really have like interaction with, cause you know how the the residential you got an interaction with a customer all the time, so, right? So, yeah. so the difference here is you're not dealing with a customer who's in their home, yeah. that they own. You're dealing with somebody who works somewhere. Now they're worried about the thing, their work. Yeah, what yeah, they're yeah. doing and sometimes it's comfort but a lot of times it is uh you know technology that they're yeah. trying to keep cool or something like that but so so the difference in communication is you're dealing with like a liaison for the building okay you yeah know? so um yeah so that that's pretty much it but the, the approach is still the same i let everybody know hey i'm here to help you i'm here to take care of your problem your problem it's our problem now yeah when you let somebody know that then then the walls come down and the difference is you don't have to convince them to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the difference. They just got to make a phone call. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so how often does that happen where, um, I mean, do they ever, like, not want to do any work? Or does it always go through? No, no, no. Um, they want to do something. So yeah. if there's, like, a, a government, like, um, if there's, like, a, an issue with funding, yeah, then they might hold off. Got you. Okay. Um, but they're always going to get it done because it needs to be yeah, done. Yeah, it needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, I mean that's the good thing about commercial. They they always say yes. Yeah. <laughs> they, so it takes away yeah. that selling stress. No selling stress at yeah. all. So at that point, it's just communication and um, creating relationships. Oh yeah, dope. You know, yeah. that's pretty much. Yeah, because I know it's. I mean, it's some really good technicians, man. Who uh, they just don't like the ses- the stress of residential because of the push for sales, and a lot of them go commercial. Yeah, and it's a yeah. and then they end up loving commercial, man. Right. Cause, right. It's because it's more it's more geared towards the work. Yeah, just just the technical work. So, you know, I get that if if you don't like the sales part of residential. Um, you could either change your approach to sales, correct, or yeah. or you can can look at going into commercial or just finding a different route, or maybe looking at um, you know, uh, learning some some DDC. And some, what is DDC? Uh, direct digital controls, which is basically yeah. like um, it's just like smart. Mm-hmm. It's like a, more of a computer side uh, of 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 running a building. Like yeah. you can go to one module and control everything, everything. in the building. Yeah. Which yeah, is, that which stuff is, is awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, that stuff is dope, bro. Some yeah. some some of that technology and software is, is really amazing, man. You can diagnose from the computer. Yeah, from the computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're they're kind of moving to that in residential systems now. Like Train has this yeah. thing called Nexia, mm-hmm. um, that will actually send, uh, you know, a notification to whoever installed the equipment mm-hmm. that uh, that a part is failing or a part has failed. That way, when we go out to the call, we already got the part. Wow. Yeah, it's it, it's like it's pretty that. dope, man. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's dope. Um, train don't make it easy. <laughs> Cause Not train, at all. <laughs> dude, train, man. Good luck getting that part. Bro, you know? and it's so funny because, like, train equipment, man, it's good equipment to work on. I love train. I love, it's I love train. it's hard to work on because train yeah. hides everything. Yeah. All, yeah. bro. Like, so, you know, we go to train. We go through the train, you know, classes and stuff like that. And um, they want all of their... You know, error codes and all that stuff to kind of be kept in a certain spot. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have access to the website, if you don't have access to a book, you're not going to be able to find a lot of what a lot of the high seer equipment, a lot of the errors. You're not going to yeah. be able to just Google them, you know what I mean, and find the manual for it, um, which is frustrating at times because train. Uh, I, f- I can't remember what they call a reversing valve, but it's not. They don't call it a reversing. Don't even valve. call it that no more. <laughs> no, they don't yeah. call it. But it's it's fun, man, because you get to see how different companies do different things, and um, but it's it's just it's a cool process. So, take me through that 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 process of actually going from you know your first day as mm-hmm. a commercial guy, the transition from residential. So. Man, it, it was like all over again. It was like my first day all like over again. Like your first again. day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's, yeah. A, it's at this time I had more confidence because I had some base knowledge. Yeah. Right? There you go. Yeah. But, man, if you think that condenser looks big when you walk up to it the first time, when you actually walk up to a system that is many times larger than you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like the size of a couple of rooms and you're like, oh, what am I going to do here? Like, What type what type of tonnage is that? Um. Dude, I work on like 50, you know, to a 20 to 50 um, to 100 ton system yeah, sometimes, yeah. bro. Um, and when you walk up to it, it is very intimidating. And when you open the um, when you open the when you open the door, you got not only do you have contactors, contact doors, you know, yeah. many multiple contactors <laughs> yeah. for like all the fans and all the compressors. And, uh, and that type of thing But you got more checks and balances on that So I mean you got more switches Then you got fuses Yeah 
you know, it, there's a lot to it. There's a whole lot to it. But the good thing about a lot of uh, chillers is that they have smart interfaces. Okay. So you can actually just dial into the interface. And it'll tell you which. And it'll tell you, hey, you know, you can look at your superheat. You can look at oh, pressures wow. and you can look at, you know, the type. so you can kind of get an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Sometimes it'll just tell you like an that's, error. That's pretty dope. So, yeah. yeah that's yeah. why I love furnaces, man, because furnaces yeah. are so easy to diagnose. It literally tells you what is, what's going yeah. on. Yeah. All you gotta do is just look at the <laughs> look at the light and then, you know, correlate the light to what the right. the, the manual says. And, and if it don't make sense, then maybe your board's bad. Yeah. Possibly. You know? yeah, yeah. Oh, can we say that on here? Because yeah. I remember when we were coming up, you were never allowed to say the board was bad. It's never the board. Shout to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bro. It was, it was funny, man. It's and speaking of which, I had a call uh, not too long ago, man. Working on the train, train equipment, train XLI. Mm-hmm. Um, get to the system. The system's only a year old, mm-hmm. so I've done the maintenance there a couple times. No issues. Um, just at random, the guy leaves. Because he goes hunting um, every couple weeks out of the year, and he just leaves. He shuts the system down. He gets back, turns the system back on. Outdoor unit doesn't come on. I'm like, okay, it could have been something easy like a capacitor or something like that. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll check it. Let me let me figure out, you know, what's going on. Get to the system, check the capacitor, nothing there, and it's a it's a straight AC with uh, uh, two stage compression. Mm. So. It's yeah, got the AC rectifier on there that changes the, <clears throat> I think it's second stage goes with the DC. And then I'm just, you know, looking at the system, trying to figure out what's going on. And the crazy part is I'm losing 24 volts every time I pull out the disconnect for the outdoor unit. Mm. And I'm like, okay, uh, that's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. I put the disconnect back in. I check voltage. I got 24 volts again. So we got a first stage and we got a second stage. And I'm only getting 24 volts on the second stage. But the first stage is never initiated. Mm. So I'll go up to the attic and I look at the board and the board has Y and YLO. So my YLO, of course, is my low second. stage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. I got nothing. It's not even calling for low stage. But second stage is, is calling. I'm like, okay, well, let me jump out low stage and see see what happens. I jump out low stage, nothing happens. Mm. So I put my, you know, my little jumping pins on there, go downstairs to check to see if I got 24 volts. Nothing. So I'm like, okay, it could possibly be one of the pressure switches right. cutting off low right. voltage. So I check the pressure switches. I got nothing. Check the capacitor. I got nothing. I'm not getting 24 volts to the contactor, but I got 24 volts at the rectifier. Mm. So I'm like, long story short, two and a half hours later, <laughs> two and a half hours later, going back and forth between the attic. And, bro, I, I took apart the thermostat. I, I took apart all the switches and I just started mm. connecting everything back one by one just yeah. to see what's going on. As soon as I take away the thermostat, and I start disconnecting, you know, everything else, disconnecting all the switches. I wire up just the outdoor unit yeah. and and I, I start testing at the board. And I go from R to YLO, mm-hmm. pops the fuse. Contact is bad. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, bro, when I tell you I was pissed but happy at the same yeah, time. Always. Always. <laughs> always. And this was just the other day, man. So it's like, I, I, that's what I love about residential because it'll keep you on your toes, man. Yes. I haven't had a bad. The last time I had a contact to coil that was bad yeah. was probably three years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just. Exactly. <laughs> it's just but, stuff but like they, that. Things bro. like that, though, that'll make you more likely. See, that's why nothing in, nothing beats experience. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. Um, we've had guys, like I said, we said on the last the last podcast, we went a non non traditional route. We never went to school. Yeah, we didn't go to this. school. Yeah. Like we've been to classes and courses since, but we didn't start in school. But I've trained guys that have been through school. Yes. And they come in the industry. And they don't know shit. They it, <laughs> they get nothing. too much too much information, man. Yeah, you gotta kind of just take your time yeah. and just do it, man. That's why the best way to learn is through um, experience, talking to experienced guys. Exactly, yeah. That have proven success rates. Um, that's the best way to go. Yeah. I mean, Let school, me ask you this: nothing wrong with school. Nothing wrong with school. Have you have you ever got to the point where you needed just to call somebody? Not to help you diagnose, but just to listen to you diagnose, and then yes. you get it on. <laughs> yes, yes, so, and it just clicks. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta like get it out. Say yeah, you it, gotta say it. Yeah, you gotta to get it somebody out. who knows the industry. And if they don't interrupt you, you'd be like, "All right, yeah, that's it." <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. We'll yeah, call you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> call you again a little just bit. Click. You're like, oh, you have to say nothing. <laughs> I don't know how many times I did that with you, bro. I'm just just yeah. calling and talking. Yeah, you talk. He's like, "Yo, man, this is what I got going on. I got you know." Not getting this here, not getting this there. Yeah, it's got to be this. All right, man. I'll holler at you, man. <laughs> like, all right, peace. <laughs> but it's, it's it's cool to have that type of relationship with somebody yeah. in the field, man. And I think I'm telling you, bro. If I didn't have y'all in the field, bro, I would be hurting right now. And bro. yeah, I had some people too, man. I had a I had a few people, bro. You just you just need to call them, and because until you get that confidence, until yeah. you get that experience, you need somebody, yeah, to talk to. You yeah. know, you just and and, and Y'all should Everybody should have that Everybody should have A, a few people That they can call And bounce ideas off of Yeah And, and, and that type of thing You know yeah. and, and like I said exp- Nothing beats experience I'm gonna tell you I'm working with a guy now man Smart as a whip bro Dude's been doing it For 30 plus years man And uh mm. I didn't realize Until recently What he was doing Cause it, it made sense to me Cause uh You know I was doing this as well With other people So I You know I would call him you know, just to, you know, get help on certain certain situations or certain systems I wasn't used to working on. Yeah. And, um, of course, he would, you know, walk me through some things. And next thing you know, he'd call me mm-hmm. and ask my advice on something. Okay. And I'm like, Jeff, why are you calling me? <laughs> <laughs> like, you've seen these systems a thousand times. Yeah. And to me, bro, it's it's crazy. But I'm starting to put together, like, he's wanting me to know that. He's just as capable of reaching out to me because he wants me to always be able to, you know, reach him. Yeah. He doesn't want to seem like, you know, I'm being a burden to him because I'm always calling him. Gotcha. So if he calls me and asks me something that's pretty simple, yeah. it kind of still puts me uh, in a place where <clears throat> I feel like I'm needed, you know, yeah. by him as well. Yeah. And I think some some guys, I know with me, I was intimidated to call certain technicians because. I felt like I may be bothering them too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, one of the dudes that used to train us, uh, Eric, you know, even yeah. <laughs> he was good at that because he would, he, you would literally call him 
he'd be like, well, did you check this? Yeah. And I'd be like, well, not yet. He'd be like, all right, call me back. Bye. You yeah. know, and then yeah. bang it on me. He'd bang yeah. it on me. Yeah. He would hang up on me. And I'm like, yo, this dude. And he would get so almost disrespectful. Yeah, man. With, with, with the answers that you would go to call him. He'd be like, let me check this other thing exactly. first before I call this asshole <laughs> and have him talk to me like shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah. But that was good because you want to get to the point where you, you know you make sure you exhaust your brain starts reaching exactly, out for yeah. other uh, things for for other solutions before you call people because we also know someone who would call everybody, everybody, and yeah. then be confused. Yeah. Because he couldn't rely on his own, con- he didn't have confidence. Yeah. And, and also, he was lazy. He didn't want to do the work. Right. Because that's that's what I'll be asking. Yeah. I'll be like, "Yo, did you check this?" <laughs> well, no. But I'm like, he still calls me to should- this day. Uh, <laughs> still calls me to this day. And bro, like, I was at a funeral, man. I was at a funeral. He called me, and he says, "Bro, I'm trying to ca- I'm trying to check the gas valve, but I don't know how to check the pressure." I said, "Bro, what?" Wow, you've been doing this for four and a half, five years, yeah. bro, and you've never checked pressure on a gas valve. Yeah, how have you been doing your tune-ups, bro? Yeah, like, and he's like, yeah, bro, I just, I never had the tool. You never had the tool. <laughs> like, that's one of the first tools we get is a manometer, bro. And it's right. just, right? Some people, man, it's just buy the tools, guys. Escape, man. You got to get the tools. <clears throat> you can't do the job without the tools. You can't do the job without the tools. You need them. And they, they make it so easy now. Like these tools that are out here now, they will if you if you learn those tools, your learning curve is gonna be so much faster Absolutely. than somebody that's been doing it fifteen years because the tool tells you literally everything you need to know. Yeah. Um shout out Phil Peace, man, because they got the Phil Peace probes, the probe set is just the bomb, bro. You talking about the ones for the uh for for the um for the pressures? Yeah, the pressures, yeah. the clamps, they yeah, they yeah, got yeah, yeah, they yeah. got manometer probes now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bro. Wow. It's, okay. And everything goes right to the phone. I got some too. I haven't I haven't tried them yet. The uh, to check your pressures with. Yeah. They're just chilling, just chilling in the case. Bro, they, bro, it's worth it, man. The transducer probes. When you take the probe off, you're barely getting the spit of refrigerant out. So you're not right. losing any refrigerant. Right. right. Um, I mean, you can charge with them. I charge, you know, systems with the probes with the little adapter T. Um, and bro, like. Not having to lug around those gauges. I literally have a service bag that has everything I need to diagnose yeah, in. I seen your service bag. Yeah, you see how small picture, it is. Picture one yeah. time. I was like, oh, that's dope. And it's that. it's just super small, bro. And I can take it everywhere. I can diagnose anything. I can diagnose diagnose oil with that bag mm. because it's just like they everything now is just so compact, and everything goes right to your phone. Right. So like the whole um, setup with the fill piece probes. If you if you you can get static pressure. You can get refrigerant readings, you can get temperatures and pressures on the system, and then you can get a full diagnostic chart that'll tell you what the system's doing at that time. Mm. And as a technician, if you're willing to invest the money in that, dude, you can go, I mean, it's crazy. Using those tools actually helped me understand the system much better. Right. Because I could see you what could happened. see it all. Yeah, I could see when. In real time, system, too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I could see what my saturation is if I got a super low, uh, super heat. Or super hot sub cool. You know what I mean? I can yeah. understand what the system's doing. And just being willing to kind of invest those, you know, invest that money in those tools. I'm saying, I'm not saying you have to to be good, but that's what helped me get there fast. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Having so, the right tools is, is everything. 
Yeah, man. Everything. I mean, a technician is literally only as good as his tools. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it, but if you ain't, if you don't know numbers, if you don't know data, yeah, you, you don't know nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy, man. I, I recently went through a, um, a class at NCI uh, where I got CO certified and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I realized if you're not using a combustion analyzer, even on a gas a res- residential gas furnace, yeah, um, these furnaces are either either overfired or underfired, and they're not even working at the efficiency that yeah. they say on the label. You right. know what I mean? And it's right. like. Bro, that the combustion analyzer has sold so many systems mm. by just me poking a hole, getting the startup, letting it run, and then getting the cool down, and then just showing the numbers to the customer. And how long does it take to do that test? Oh man, that test it takes you longer to probably drill the hole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so you know what I mean, like, so when I say five to fifteen extra minutes, yeah. That's to, it to do it right. That's it, man. To do it right. Yeah. And it's like, I will I will pull a blower out uh, to check a heat exchanger if my combustion analyzer tells me to. Because I mean, it'll it'll ex- tell me exactly what's going on. If I mm-hmm. see those oxygen levels and the CO levels at a yeah. certain certain parameter and it's yeah. outside of the safety parameter, the first thing I do is I stop what I'm doing and I go to the customer. Hey, this is the parameters that the system should be operating on. This is what your system is operating on. And I tell them, look, the the fix, um, I can adjust the oxygen, I can adjust the fuel, or I can clean it. And if that doesn't do anything, you know, for the safety, I'll have to shut the system down. And, bro, just last week, literally, bro, last week, I sold four systems. Mm. Four systems. Just off the CO Just off the, yeah. And I'm talking about boilers, oil burners, and regular furnaces. What? Four systems, bro. Yeah, that's what's up. So it's like, and it's and I'm not selling anything, right? I'm just literally just presenting the numbers to the customer, educating the customer, educating the customer. That's all you're doing. That's it, man. And that's that's what the new guys need to understand. You don't have to sell a thing. I never sold anything. Correct. Yeah. I always just educated the customer on what the current state of the system was and what we can do about it. And then yeah. once you have that, the customer chooses to ignore the problem. Yeah. Which they never do, or they choose to fix it, or they yeah. choose to upgrade. You know, they, they do what they gotta yeah. do. Yeah, and like you got you gotta be okay with whatever decision they choose. Right. And I know yeah. some guys, man, <laughs> some guys, they get pissed if they if they don't get a new sale. Really? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. On to the next one. On to the next one, That's man. It. But it's it's cool, man. And um, yeah, let's get back to the the commercial side of it, man. Okay. So, what is like the the biggest challenge that you found just going from residential to commercial? Just getting comfortable, man. Just getting comfortable with a new. I mean, seeing something new. So for me, seeing something new is exciting. Yeah, I love seeing something new because I know just based on my experience, I'm about to learn something. I'm yeah. about to learn something new. Finally, something new. Yeah. So, uh, the biggest challenge. Is connecting the dots from what you know to what you don't know. Yeah. Right. So, like I was saying with the um with the chiller and all the uh the the contactors and you know the extra switches and, and the fuses. So, <clears throat> in a residential, it usually goes from like the say say the outdoor fan motor. Yeah. Right. You got the outdoor fan motor that connects to either the board or to a contactor to power, right? To to income and power. Yep. So, in a lot of the chillers I'm working on, it'll go through like a f- it goes from regular power to a fuse um 
to a breaker, mm. then to a contactor, okay, and then to the motor. Okay, so it's got a lot of safeties in there. That's it. Yeah, that's it, and that's how I look at it. Yeah, I look at it the same way I look at a residential, but I just now there's more paths. Yeah, to yeah. follow. That's it. So now instead of saying what the hell is all of this, I can make the bridge. Yeah, you know, and that's how my mind works. I'm just making the bridge from the power. Following the power through the fuses, through the breakers, through the contactors, back to the uh, condenser fan motor, right? Mm. And if you can do it once, you can do it ten times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? So, are you still dealing with like uh, two hundred forty volts? Are you dealing with four forty? You do, yo. Know, so you deal do uh, well, you, you do deal with four forty. Um, a lot of times, that's pretty much standard in, in, in three phase. Also, oh three, yeah, you're three, phase. three okay. phase. So yeah. a lot of time with three phase, you're not dealing with. Um, Sometimes a lot of times with three with three phase you don't even deal with capacitors. There are no capacitors. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there there are some. I walked up on a uh, five ton um, carrier unit that was three phase. Okay, shocked the heck yeah. out of me. Oh, like literally? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand in the spot I wasn't supposed to put no. it in. But um, but no, it's it it's just. It was a commercial building, mm-hmm. um, but it looked like residential equipment. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so how does that work, bro? What? The, the three phase. The three phase. I mean, it's not. So you got 240 on each leg of power? If you go between, if you go between, like you go from, from leg to leg, you'll see, you'll see 440. You will see 440. Yeah, 440. Yeah. You'll see it no matter where you put, okay. where, where you put your leads or whatever. Um, but it's pretty much the same, bro. It's, it's not a lot different. It's just being fed differently. Yeah, you got three legs. You got three going legs to the instead of two. And um, some sometimes it works on two hundred eight. And I've seen an electrician simply take one leg away, and now you got two hundred eight. Yeah. Somehow, you know, what I mean, I, I'm not an electrician. I don't know yeah. how that works. But it's it's not a huge difference, man. It's really not that different. I mean, you're dealing with more voltage. Yeah. But don't be, you know, don't ever be afraid. Of it because you shouldn't be working on it, you know, while it's live anyway. <laughs> most, oh, okay. most of the time, most of the time, you're not. Yeah, okay, you cut it you. off. You do, you do your diagnostics, and you know, of course, this is the HVAC industry. You got to work on stuff live. Yeah, but you know, just take the proper precautions and um and do that type of thing. Bro, I got a story for that man. Uh, first company we worked to, we worked at together. I didn't check for power. I was not in the habit of checking for power. I just mm. pulled the disconnect. And uh, always check for power. Crazy part is, I pulled the disconnect out, and the system shut down. Mm-hmm. So I thought the system shut down because I pulled the power. The system yeah. shut down because the thermostat satisfied itself. At the same time, I pulled just the disconnect. Just coincidentally. Wow, that's dangerous, bro. So I took yeah. the full top off, bro. And actually, no, I didn't take the top off yet because remember, I hadn't, I wasn't comfortable enough to take the top off yet. At that point. At that okay. point, yeah. So I take the top and I lift it to the side. So the top is literally still hanging on the unit and the, the blade, the propeller, is still kind of like in my face. Come, and, come on, man. I, ta- I taught you better than that, bro. No, th- this was before. <laughs> this is this was before you taught me yeah, that. All you dudes out there, don't lean. <laughs> do not, do not lean, lean the fan. Just disconnect <laughs> it. Take the extra five minutes. Put it to the side. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. And the crazy part is yeah. I'm literally in the unit pulling the leaves out. I go out to dump the leaves you know, just kind of thumb, and next thing you know, the blade spins, bro. Like literally right next to my face, and I'm like, "Yo, what the heck is going on?" Uh. So I look at the disconnect. 
you know, and I, I, I undo the disconnect, and the disconnect is wired together to where oh. it's just uh, the disconnect is now a fuse. Somebody had hardwired yeah, it. It's hardwired. There so, that, so, so that that disconnect, disconnect did nothing. Was just dummy. <laughs> it was a dummy disconnect. Damn, bro. After that, bro, I check power for everything. Yeah, you got to. You got to, man. You check to. and double check that power. Yeah, I, man. To this day, I check power probably three times. Yeah. You know, I'll go up to it. I'll go up to a system that's on. I'll check for power, right? Then just to make sure that my meter's yeah, exactly. working. Exactly. There you go. You yeah. know, just to make sure that's that my meter's important. working. Then I'll disconnect the power and then I'll check again, right? And then, you know, do what I got to do, uh, maybe get my tools ready and then sometimes right before I touch it again you check again I'll just check again because I've been shocked too I've been shocked yeah. it doesn't feel good I mean I remember one time um, just I had a screwdriver and um, and I just hit the power and it disconnect the wrong way and just for a second it shot through yeah. to my chest bro <laughs> and it felt like I was lifting 300 pounds yeah with my chest and my arm and it was scared the shit out of me bro yeah if it went through my heart i wouldn't be here today yeah so y'all gotta yeah. just just take the proper time man you ain't impressing nobody by working on a live system <laughs> no just, just <laughs> be safe all. just be safe yeah there was a guy that lost his life on the job man yeah not, not um, too long ago yeah that's, that's just not cool young man. dude 20 years old yeah 20 years old man and uh <clears throat> that's a whole nother thing. that that can go back to training yeah i think yeah i think so too man you got You just gotta be. You know, at the end of the day, we love what we do, but you gotta. You gotta make it home. Yeah. You gotta make it home to your yeah. people. That, so electricity is, is something that you don't want to trust somebody else with. Ever. Ever. Don't don't trust that somebody, you know, pulled the breaker or pulled the disconnect uh-huh. or shut power off. No, you just don't don't ever trust. I don't them. care if it's your mother. Like your ma, you turn that off. Yeah, I'm gonna check it. Anyway. Just check anyway. Check again anyway, bro. Just check <laughs> every time, man. Because people make mistakes. They do, man. I'm gonna tell you, man. When I was so, I I had transitioned from uh, HVAC to electrical and plumbing, yeah. and um, because I just wanted to kind of like expound expound my horizons. Because I know that with the electrical, what I learned in electrical helped me understand HVAC better. Mm-hmm. What I learned in plumbing helped me understand drains and stuff like that better. So. I'm working on a system one day where um, I got to do a full channel panel change out mm. and my f- very first time doing a panel change out where I have to pull the, pull the meter myself mm. and pulling the meter means actually I have to disconnect the power from the house. So I got to mm. go in the, di- I have to actually go into the dominion box, take that top off, unscrew it, you know, pull the power out that's coming from the street and I did that without a problem. The problem was the the door of the uh, box was just so old that it started to rust. So I'm trying to close the box, just trying to make sure that, you know, nobody has access to that power and the box falls and I got both hands on it and the metal part hits the live brake that hits the live side of the uh, 240 volts. And I'm sitting there, bro, and I'm just like this just shaking no shaking it it just it just got me bro and my helper there he doesn't know what's going on he didn't know what to do this was his first day on the job and thank god bro it it just fell Mm. like it just literally fell from the power and that's what got me disconnected from it and bro man (laughs) when i tell you look man Sometimes your your bosses will put you in very dangerous positions because I should have had gloves, those electrical gloves that day. Yeah. Um, and he should have been there. He told me to go ahead and pull power without yeah. him being there because yeah. he was on the way. 
And me just, you know, being who I am, I want to make sure that, you know, okay, if, if, if he said I can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to know that some stuff is just not safe. Yeah, and it's yeah. best if you second guessing it, and it's it's a safety issue. You got to write to second guess it, man, because you, yeah. you like you said, you want to make it home. Yeah, that def- definitely, man. I, I would say, I'm you know me, I'm all about not being scared and and yeah. and, and, and taking. I don't wanna say take chances. I wa- don't take chances, but you need to you need to have Calculate confidence. Risk. Yeah, yeah, you need to have you need to have confidence in what you're doing. But if you don't feel safe. Yeah. That's different. That's different. You know, if yeah. if you just don't know how a system works, you're not very confident about working on it. Overcome that. Yeah. You know, but if you don't feel safe, don't do it. Yeah, it's don't not worth it, it man. Yeah. It's definitely not worth. Call it. somebody, tell them y'all don't feel real comfortable with yeah. this, sketchy, whatever. Do what you gotta do. Crazy that. part is, I used to have heart palpitations. Yeah. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. what's up. Yeah, it worked out for you, man. It, it did work out. <laughs> you, you, you might get powers next time. Hey, shit, bro, man. I'm all I'm all for that black lightning, bro. Hey, <laughs> hey, it is. Yeah, hey man, this is episode seven. Appreciate appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, we will be not back next week. Uh, thank you for listening.